Welcome to Box Press Radio. It is August 12th, and I am Dan. And I'm Andrew. I'm Angela. 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 <laughs> and we has the cigars. Yes. What you got, Dan? Uh, my usual uh, La Aurora. I'm running low. I got to put a cigar order in this week, actually. Andrew's got his usual. My Lafinkas, yes, yes, yes. I have something different. I have something called Truffles. Mm-hmm. It's an infused cigar. It tastes like chocolate. Hmm. Interesting. So far. Well, with a name like Truffles, it better fucking you know, be chocolatey of some sort. Well, Otherwise, that's false advertising. Yeah, but um, I went to Rudy's and got this and... Uh, they had, like, basically in the infused cabinet, it was a ton, and I mean a crap ton, of uh, Drew Estate, like, acids and all the Kuba Kubas. And yeah, they finally restocked after IPCPR, so yeah. All the different kinds of those. And then they had these. And then they had Hillary Clinton cigars and Trump cigars. Really? Yes. They always they've always come out with them. My dad actually still has one from uh, Clinton's original uh, 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 campaign. So they do them yeah. for pretty much every president, whether they, whether it is appropriate or not. So it's more like one of those like collector's item type things, really, than anything. And they were thirteen fifty for these cigars, which I wasn't willing Again, to pay. Yeah, they're not that special. Yeah. Um, I'd rather get one of those Maker's Mark ones than that. You know. Yeah, and the Maker's Mark ones were like fifteen or seventeen dollars, right. and that's worth it. But um, I wasn't gonna buy a cigar that I was. I mean, that's that's like half of a hooker. Yeah, well, you know. But if Hillary Clinton wins, maybe I'll buy it. But I will not even like. I will like just take the whole container of Trump cigars and just light them on fire. Um, uh, then they had, like, some other stuff that I wasn't really familiar with. Um, so I was like, I'll try these. These are different. I've never had these before, so. Hmm. And they had a a new girl that was working there. Apparently she'd been there for, like, two months, but she didn't work, like, when I went in there. But she's really cute. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> very cool Andrew was like you should have asked her if she liked girls and I was like so yeah so are you nice new to here? meet you do you like eating pussy yeah <laughs> it's like what are your hobbies oh, they, I like to eat do they pussy. include vagina yeah like you like girls how long have you worked here <laughs> I kind of like to do it like more organically than just you know second yeah. sentence like tomatoes <laughs> so, uh, how was you guys' week? Well, I got a phone call from a collection agency where I was, uh, Navient sent me to collections for 72 grand in student loans. So, I contacted a company. Because ITT and Sally Mae were being sued left and right. That's why they made Navient 
So I contacted a company who's going to dispute the debt. And then I only have to pay back 45% to them, which is going to equal 561 per month. For the next five years. For the next four years, 60 months. So I have to get a second job. So if anybody has any part-time jobs, send them my way. That's local, preferably. Well, yeah, local. I'm not going to drive out of town for that shit. I'm just saying, we got listeners all over, honey. I know, I'm just saying. Part-time jobs in Fort Wayne, send them my way. I've already put in, like, a billion applications already, but... It's like, every place that I'm willing to do, like, part-time work for is just, like, shit that I'm overqualified for, so... I haven't gotten, yeah. like, anybody to call me yet, so I don't know. Yeah, I I pay Sally Mae every month, and it fucking kills me. It's a mortgage payment. Yeah, I owe them a hundred and thirty thousand. So yeah, well, that's I feel just your pain. My seventy-two grand is just my private loans. I've got my federal loans uh, consolidated through a different company. So, which I'm only paying like forty bucks a month for that for the next rest of my life. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my uh, Department of Education loan, pretty much. I I have a massive uh, federal loan and then a education loan that's I think I only pay like thirty five bucks a month on, but my uh, federal loans are more like uh, I think I pay like. I want to say 400 bucks a month in that uh, ballpark, somewhere around there. Well, for my private loans, they were wanting like over a thousand a month for, and I was like, screw you guys. That's like basically what I make a month. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, that's what they asked me, and I was like, well, what if I just pay the interest, basically? Yeah, and then you're not getting anywhere with it. It's just stupid. Yeah. But I was talking to the collections lady, and she's like, well, since we've had your your loans here, it's already accrued over $4,000 in just interest. So, you know, we really need you to, like, set up a deal with us. So I was like, well, if they've already accrued that much since you've had them, which apparently isn't very long, how do you think that I'm going to be able to pay you any more than I was going to be able to pay them, which is why they ended up with you in the first place? She was like, well, if you had a friend or a family member, I was like, if I had a friend or a family member to give me money... We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. (laughs) Do you think I would have student loans in the first place? Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, you don't have to be rude. I was like, well, you don't (laughs) have to ask me stupid questions. And she hung up on me. So, that, that was that conversation. Yeah, it's really too bad that they're so stupid. Like, they really don't think through the things that they say to people. And, like, I've only had them hang up on me once or twice. Um, and it's funny because it's almost always when I tell them, like, I, I'm i driving, I can't pay you if I wanted to, I'm not going to pull over. Right. You know, stop bothering me. And they get pissed and they'll hang up, you know, just be like, well, you know you should be able to talk when we need to talk to you. And it's like, don't call while I'm driving. 
Well, I had uh, a conversation with Sally Mae a long time ago, and they were like, well, if you got rid of your internet and your cell phone and all this other stuff, because they, they were basically asking me for income-based, you know, what other bills I paid and stuff like that. And then he turns around and says, if you got rid of all this stuff, you'd be able to pay us. I was like, if I got rid of my internet, you couldn't email me. If I got rid of my cell phone, you couldn't call me because I don't have a home phone. I was like, so what are you going to do? Come knock at my door when you want to get a hold of me? Send me a mail. Send me something snail mail. This is like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, no, they do that. Oh, I know they do, but I'm just saying, like, that'd be the only way for them to contact you outside of coming to your door like Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> yeah. To which I treat you about the same as I do them, so. Yeah, they, uh, they pulled that on me as well. They were like, well, if you'd, uh, if you could sell your car, you could pay down a lot of your loan. Yeah, but then how am I going to get to work? Jesus. Yeah, and I, I was just like, well, you know, my other bills aren't really any of your business, and uh, how would you like me to pay you if I couldn't get to my job? And they were like, well, you could walk there. And I was like, I don't think you understand how this works. Do you walk to work? Well, no, but okay, I don't then. have a student loan. And oh, like, yeah, now you want you... So I told him, I was like, well, that's why you work in a call center and live in a sad apartment. <laughs> I was say you want to be a smart ass, okay? I was like, you don't want to be, you don't want to try to be rude to me. Like I, I could be way worse to you. My job doesn't depend on me being nice to you, right? Mm-hmm. I can say some really horrible shit to you, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you're still gonna have to call me back, you dumb fucker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sally May is just, or now Navient. Either way, just, all, all student loan companies, from what I've pretty much yeah, seen at this point, they're. It's they're very poorly run because they feel like they have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. What they don't understand is if they go too far, it gets to the point where they will literally never get anything from anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why they've been sued left or right. And that's why I'm able to go with this company and have like only 36 grand to pay instead of 72, which I mean is still a ton of fucking money. But not as much as seventy-two grand, and if I can get a second job, it can be doable. Right. Yeah. So, and you know, four years instead of the rest of my life, I can fucking deal with. Yeah, you know. Right. So. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I I have not had that opportunity. It's just the only tricky part again is just doing it for that long and that much money you have to get a second job just to you know just make, to pay that one bill on, yeah make the end of meat on it so. because I have a $450 fucking car payment to make every month too along mm. with our cell phones along with rent well mortgage not rent along with you know taking care of the kids and all that shit so yeah I yeah it's been an interesting week for me too um so Indiana changed its laws, or maybe it's the federal government, I don't know, mm-hmm. on how salaried employees work. Um, so apparently you have to make a certain amount of money in order to be salaried anymore. Mm-hmm. And I barely don't meet those requirements, so now I'm hourly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so starting Monday, I have to like start using the time clock again. And they were like, and, you know, we'll pay you double time for the overtime that you work, but we're going to need you to only work 40 hours a week because we can't afford it. Uh-huh. 
So and I was like, uh, okay, well, just okay. so we're clear, I've been working 50 to 60 hour weeks and I'm not going to do that anymore if you're not going to pay me, you know, overtime for it. Right. So, you know, expect my hours to be reduced and I'll be leaving, you know, an hour or two earlier than every other day that I work yeah. up until now. And they're like, well, are you sure you can't, you know, come in later? And I was like, yeah, I have to be home. I have a schedule and a child. And mm-hmm. as somebody, you know, that's expecting a baby, I would expect you to understand that. And if you don't now, you will soon. Um, and I just said, you know, we don't need to have this conversation. If if I need to, I'll go talk to the owner. Right. Um, which I'm going to do anyway. And we'll discuss, you know the fact that you're telling me that I should adjust my hours because you changed the rules. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, you know, that's not very nice. You, you should be helpful. And I was like, well, you know, I, I didn't change the rules and it's not like I have an option. Just because the rules change doesn't mean any of my circumstances have changed. So, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, by the way, um, Who's gonna do payroll while you're at while you're gone on maternity leave for three months? Mm-hmm. And she's just like, "Well, that's none of your business." And I was like, "And now you get it. Yep. Now you understand. Mm-hmm. You know, mind your own business. You just, you know, pay the bill and stop trying to be in charge of everyone." Yeah. We we have a bunch of people that want to be managers that are not managers, and. I, I, you know, I had to tell the, the one girl again, she's, she asked me, she's like, oh, well, you, you know, you have that one day that you took off for your grandmother that you still need to make up, don't you? And I was like, no, I, that's not how that works. Mm -mm. And you need to mind your own business. That's none of your business at all. My hours don't have anything to do with you. Right. Um, and she was just like, well, you know. I'm your boss and that is my business. And I was like, no, you're not my boss. You are my equal at best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, we're going to go have a, a conversation with the owner right now. Follow me. We're going to go sit down and talk. And I dragged her into the office and sat her down and said, Bob, you know, this is uh, an ongoing issue. She seems to think that she is my superior and she is very clearly not based on our titles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need you to instruct her to not ask me about my hours right. and to mind her own business and not ask me illegal questions. And he's like, yeah, why is she asking you that stuff? <laughs> he's just like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Well, why does she think she's your boss? Uh, she wants to be. <laughs> she, she has no, there's nothing about her job that says she's my boss. She's a marketing manager. And I'm an e-commerce manager. Hmm. So we're equals, technically. Right. Essentially, you're in the same like line of business, but completely different aspects. Right. So, yeah. so I, I do her job, but for the internet. Right. But mm. still, that's kind of like... That's weird. So And technically, I'm her superior because I have more experience. Right. Um, she's been with the company longer, but she was just a sales girl. So, you know, she just straight out says, like, I don't know how to do any of this. Can you help me? And I just finally started telling her no. 
I was just like, no, you, you need to figure it out. It's your job and I'm too busy to help you right now. Right. Um, you know, I've helped you nonstop for three months or more and I don't have time for you right now. Um, you know, and I, I told her as nicely as possible, but essentially said, go fuck yourself, figure it out or quit your job. Um, so it sounds like she's probably going to go back to being just a buyer like just buying products for the front of the store. Um, but she's going on maternity leave until December in like a week. Right. So I, I would be shocked if she came back at all. Um, but uh, I got an email today after talking with the owner that I'm now in charge of all of the social media and all of the online marketing officially. Um because our marketing people don't have any experience. And when I asked them to do it, they said, I don't understand how that works and I don't want to do it. And I said, well, that's part of your job. That's actually half of your job. Well, I know you can relate, huh, honey? <laughs> yeah, I had to talk to my boss this week. Cause but you, I, did, you did something sly this week. I did. Kind of funny, though. <laughs> it was Nobody knew what I did, but, uh, well, Deb knew what I did. I told Deb eventually. Right. But, um, I, uh, I took Wednesday off on purpose. Kind of. <laughs> well, no, I did it on purpose. But I'm saying, like, you thought of it that day, though. It wasn't, like, something you planned out, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was so. on the toilet, and I was like, fuck it. You know what? She's fucking useless. I'm just going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. And show them how fucking useless she really is. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't really feel like going to work anyway. So, I called in and said I was sick. Which was easy because my boss was not answering her phone. So, <laughs> I just texted her. I was like, I'm sick. I'm not going to come in. And um, she literally showed how useless she was. And then the next day I went in. And I talked to my boss, like, after the day was over, and I was like, I have a ton of concerns, you know, she's been here for a month, she still doesn't know how to fucking do her job, I gave her ten loans to do today, and she barely made it through them, where I'm doing two jobs, because I helped Deb do her verifications, along with getting all my work done, And I was like, I don't expect her to be faster than me, but I don't expect to sit there and have to tell her where everything fucking goes while doing two jobs at the same time. And so she was like, I'll talk to her and, you know, I'll, you know, let her know that she needs to, like, do something. And I'm like, okay. And then today she still was asking me how to do everything. So I don't even know if my boss talked to her today or not, but yeah, it's really annoying. But I do like that. It's like, I'm going to take a day off mainly just to prove my point. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like, watch what happens when I don't show up. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, you know, like they're, it seems like they're trying to make it more and more difficult for everybody other than themselves where I'm working like they keep changing the rules hoping that people screw up and I don't understand it because they're all having a difficult enough time 
like they're all struggling with their positions and they talk about how hard everything is. Um, and the new girl they hired every time I talk to her, she's like, I'm just going to quit. And I talked to her today and she's like, I'm just going to go home. There's no point in me being here. This person won't email me back. And I, I was just like, well, don't you have something else you can be working on? Mm-hmm. No. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me give you something then. Oh, well, no, I, I need to do this. And I was like, well, fucking stop whining. You know, just do a job. And see, the thing with the new girl is, like, I don't expect her to be, like, as fast as me. But when I work there, I got hired. And then two weeks later, letter, later... Deb got hired. Guess who trained Deb? Me. Yeah. I trained Deb on how to do her job after only being there for two weeks. (laughs) This bitch has been there for over a month, and she's still asking me how to do things. And I'm like, this job is not that hard. If I'm able to train someone after two weeks of being there, it is not that difficult. My boss is like, I agree. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I was like, and she's got it easy because she has a break from doing one job to help the other girl do the other job. So she doesn't have to do the same thing over and over and over. So I can understand, like, maybe being slower, but not really because it's really not that hard. So, and then, like, she does employment verifications for Deb. She'll sit there if she leaves a message and wait for them to call back instead of moving on to the next one. Yeah. And it's like, Yeah, I mean, and that's exactly what this girl work was doing is she sent an email and said, I need you to change one letter and just sat there and she was like, they won't email me back. All I asked for was one letter to be changed. Why won't they email me back? And I was like, they probably have a bunch of things to do, and your email is at the bottom of a list of probably 200 or more. Right. It's like, move on to the next one and keep going until you do get that email back, then go right. to that one. Exactly. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, just because you send an email doesn't mean you sit there and wait for a response. Like, when you mail a letter, do you stand by your mailbox for a week? Like, what do you do? Yeah. It's it's fucking crazy. I'm just like I don't and I don't understand because I tell this girl the same things over and over about where to put things and yeah. what folder they go to and then the next one, the very next one, she asks me about the same ones again. And I'm like, "Do you not remember what I just told you?" Yeah, you know, it's it's frustrating because our uh, our marketing person, um, our marketing person just essentially has no experience and constantly is asking me questions, and then you know it gets to the point where I just have to do it for them, yeah. or it's not going to get done, and it needs to be done. So I'll do the work when it's to the point where someone has to do it. Right. Um. And then I'll get emails from that marketing person saying, oh, well, I think you need to change this and this and that. So finally it got to the point where I just said, you know, you you can have your opinion, but you're wrong. Right. And I'm not changing it. Mm-hmm. 
And if you want to have a longer discussion about this, we'll go have it with the boss. Mm-hmm. I recommend that we don't do that. Right. And, you know, they, they just shut up because they know they're wrong. They just want, they literally want nothing other than to boss other people around. Right. Um, it's, it's really kind of sad, honestly. It's just, it's like, I don't understand how you ever got a job. Yeah. Like, if all you want to do is tell other people what to do, that's not a job. Right. I agree. It's definitely, yeah. I guess, uh, sorry to interrupt, but Kevin McKenna from Oliva Cigars is asking how he gets on to Box Press Radio. Yeah, I'll I'll send him a message when we're done with the show. I was going to say, I did tag you in it just so you were aware, but... Yeah, that, that was my pause earlier as I was reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll send them a message at the end of the show. I also got an email from, or I got a Facebook message, or no, I got a text message. It was on my phone. It was a text uh, from Mr. K from, uh, well, I think formerly of, um, what is it, uh, Ventura Cigar Company. Oh, cool. And apparently he's working for some other company now, it seemed like. I'm not 100%, but it sounded like he's working for an advertising company that has a cigar company that he That's wants cool. to get some exposure exposure for and asked if we could have them on the show. Um, and I just told him, yeah, absolutely, just you know, send me all the details in an email because the text message he sent came across as like eight text messages yeah it probably has one of those things where it separates all the messages out or yeah and the problem was they were out of order so i had to try to figure out what he was actually trying to say right i hate that shit mm-hmm. like um i have a friend that has boost mobile and theirs does that yeah she like her text messages come in all garbled up and then like i will get like some messages double and I'm just like, dude, stop writing me long text messages. Right. Yeah, I I don't get that at all, like, in the first place. Like, the whole long text message thing, that's not what texting is for. Well, text even me- if she only writes like, me... like, hey, I'm on my way to your house. Sometimes she'll only write me, like, two or three sentences, but it'll come in in, like, two texts. Where like one text, it's like one word, and I'm like, why, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of phones, I'm gonna have to get a new phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Galaxy Note Seven. Because mm. uh, it's essentially the S7 Edge. But bigger and with a stylus. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's pretty and much what we've always gotten are the That's notes. my next phone. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, and I, I have too. to get a new phone because... You're welcome, of, by the way. My, yeah, yeah. actually the whole reason I know about it is because of your, your Facebook post. Because I saw an ad for it and I was yeah. like, oh my god, that is so my next phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I I'm gonna go with that because my phone doesn't recognize its SIM card anymore. Nice. Um, I was literally so funny story. I was on the phone with Sally May. <laughs> like literally, I I had to call them because they'll let you move your payment date so that it lines up with your 
paycheck so that our bank account stays happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I appreciate. They're pretty flexible on that. We're on a payment plan and whatnot. Um, and they just said, hey, we'll set it up for the same date every month. And if you need to move it for your, you know, your payments to be easier for you, go ahead and do that. It's no problem. So I called them and I'm driving back to LaPorte from work and my phone just cuts off. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, assuming I lost signal or whatever. And I'm looking at it. And there's this weird little symbol that looks like a phone with, like, some bars around it or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I've never seen that before. So I went somewhere and I was like, do you know what the fuck this means? You know, it's like a light coming on in your car you've never seen before sort of thing. Right. And they were like, oh, yeah, that's no SIM card. And I'm like, well, it's definitely in there. Right. And they're like, well, where is it? So I took the case off and I'm like, well, it's in this little slot where you have to have a tiny little needle to open up. So it's definitely still in there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, your phone's fucked. Yay. So, I mean, <laughs> that's I always a good was, sign. But I can't get the Note 7 until the 19th. Is that when it comes out? Yeah. Like, I can't get it until then. So I basically have no phone until the 19th. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So, pretty pretty fucking happy about that. Sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not all bad. Because I can't get the text saying, Hey, can you go do this, this, and this, and this before you come home? Mm. So that's not terrible. Nice. Um, but yeah, other than that, I spent pretty much the entire week, uh, editing some photos of jewelry on the shitty computer they gave me at work. Yeah, but I saw those and they looked pretty damn good, so, I mean. Yeah, I mean, the photos turned out good, um, but it took me an entire day to edit photos that should have taken me about two hours. Right. Because every time I did anything, I had to wait for the computer to load because it's so slow. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's like editing a billboard on a fucking, like, 90s computer. <laughs> yeah. So, that was frustrating, and that pretty much meant my whole week, and my whole week next week will be just editing photos. Right. Um, but at least the photos turned out good, so that's a plus. Yeah. But, they look pretty uh, good anyway. Yeah, they turned out. Um, and then uh, we got a babysitter for tomorrow so I can go see uh, Justin King, some local musical talent at Twisted Kate That's tomorrow good. night. Um, they have their... Uh, they just released their sex for this year which is their high alcohol content beer mm-hmm. um, it came out to about 20.2% this year nice um, and it's pricey it, it is a very expensive beer I was kind of surprised honestly but with that high it's kind of like one on the other hand yeah it, and it's not that much more than last year No. the difference is last year it was 12 ounce bottles so the price was lower technically mm. Um, like for a bottle. Right. So this year it's $25 for a 22 ounce bottle. 
Huh. Whereas last year it was $12 for a 12-ounce bottle. Right. So the price isn't really that different. Um, it's just like, oh, holy crap, $25 for one bottle of beer. There's a little sticker shock when you see that number. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we have the Pyrotechnics Guild in town this week. Okay, the Pyrotechnics Guild? Fireworks people. Ah, okay. They're, they are a, uh international guild of people that put on fireworks shows. Right. So they took over our fairgrounds and the area across the highway, so my usual route to work is about 15 minutes longer because I have to take a different route. Hmm. Um, because apparently they couldn't just have it at the fairgrounds. They had to close down a highway and truck people across the street to it. Because it's too close in proximity to the juvenile detention center. Okay, then. Yeah, they can't have, like, class A or whatever class explosives they are that close. Right. Um, so they changed the way everything works this year, and they were like, oh, it's cool, we'll just shut down the highway. Mm. I was like, no, that's not cool at all. Right. You just added, like, 30 minutes to my day every day. Mm-hmm. And our mayor got on Facebook and was like, you know, we understand that you might have dogs that are bothered by all the noise, you know, and the explosives that are going off. Right. But we would encourage you to just rehome them for a week or put them in, you know, pet care for a week. Yeah, and then we send the bill to you, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that was everybody's response was like, oh, so you're paying for this? And they were like, no, it's not that expensive, which oh, was the shit. wrong thing to say to the public. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that, that did not make people happy. Maybe to you, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so another very valid thing that came up was, um, well, what do we do with the veterans with PTSD that live nearby? Do we Locate rehome them? them? Yeah. Do we put them in pet care? <laughs> And the the mayor's office just refuses to comment on that entirely. No, you go just being stupid. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I so the the guild people have been in Twisted Gate all week, right? Um, like literally every night, I see the same people, and it's been packed in there every night. Yeah, which is good. Like that's a really good thing. Business is business. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess they're extremely unhappy with being back here. Because um, it's like every four years or five years. Yeah. And uh, they uh, aren't happy because the fairground that they're hosting at is charging them an exorbitant amount of money to stay there. And they don't have, like, RV hookups. Right. So, like, you can stay there, but you may as well just be parked on the side of the road. Yeah. So it's like you can't use your bathrooms, you know, you basically just have a bed. And they're charging them more money than a fairground, or than a um, RV park would. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah. So most of them are driving, you know, 30 to 40 minutes away um, just because it's so much cheaper and they want to have, you know, they drove their RVs from, like, California because they wanted somewhere nice to stay. Right. So they're driving way out of their way just so they can do that. Um, 
despite having driven across the country in the first place. So, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, it sounds like it. But, uh, yeah, that and the fireworks are just nonstop. And I don't really mind. Um, but, I don't know. I, I would prefer they not do it here. It's loud What's enough. That? That was my dog's chain. Sophie, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't really mind much, but I would rather they not be here. Like, they're all pretty nice people from who I've met. Right. Um, but I would just prefer they not be in my backyard. Because we're like a mile away from where they're shooting off the fireworks all night. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, gets pretty old pretty quick, I have to say. Right. So, also, like, we can't really see them. They do mostly just noise fireworks. Yeah. They do, like, one show of consumer fireworks per year, Hmm. which got rained out tonight. Nice. Um, So it's not even going to happen. And they were charging $60 for admission. Hmm. Yeah. I was like, really? $60? Like... Does it come with a hand job while you watch the fireworks? Like, yeah. What are we doing here? That's what I'm saying. It's like you better like throw in some sort of incentives for this because that doesn't sound like an incentive. It sounds more like you know extortion. Yeah. Like, do I get to light the fireworks at least? Right. Like, are do I explode at the end? Like, is that included? Because it should be. <laughs> like, I expect to explode whether it be from my penis or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Come shots for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there better be something really good for the sixty dollars, um, you know. But apparently, most of the people that attend, it's just their hobby. Like that's what they do. Right. And as someone that you know, my hobby is to burn something. I can understand, you know fireworks and making your hobby explode like i don't have a problem with that right but at the same time you know i'm just like this just seems like a bad decision like cigars are expensive but you know they do last more than 10 seconds yeah and there's you know the guy the one guy i was talking with was saying that he spends on average about $12 in materials and 20 hours of labor for one firework. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. But of course, you know, everybody just wants to watch the explosion. Nobody wants to help. (laughs) Yeah. He wants to clean up after either, so. Right. So, I don't know. On one hand, I I think it's really interesting. On the other hand, I just wish they would go somewhere else. Right. Um, Also, the the Olympics are going on this week. Yes, I know. I'm kind of pissed in a way because I kind of wanted to watch the fencing stuff, but... Yeah, that looked really cool with the painted mask. Yeah, but in in order to do that, it's like you get the NBC app and then you have to have a cable subscription in order to watch it for more than like two hours maybe at max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, that's fucking pointless. Yeah, I watched a little bit of the archery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't understand why 
like all of them from every country were so bad. Mm-hmm. Like you guys know that I'm pretty big into archery and I follow a lot of archers, um, bow hunters, mm-hmm. and like Cameron Haynes here from the U.S. is a professional bow hunter and you know sponsored by Under Armour and Ram Trucks and whatnot. So he's like you know publicly recognized. Mm-hmm. And just last week, I watched him shoot a fifty caliber round blasting cap with a bow from 70 yards on his first try. Hmm. And these guys are struggling to hit a big-ass target like the size of a beer can or, you know, what a target size is, Mm -hmm. like bigger than a beer can, from 70 yards. And I'm like... He does that all day long. Like, that's not even hard. And these guys have, like, you know, the five-foot extension rods on each side of the bow and, you know, the seven-foot rod in the front of the bow to stabilize it. Right. And he's just out there with his Hoyt bow like you would hunt elk with. And it's a 90-pound draw. And their bows are, like, maybe 35 pounds, if that. And I'm just like, why the hell is he not representing the U.S. first of all? And how is this entire competition not just all bow hunters? Yeah. I I just don't get it. You know, they're they're handicapping themselves with their technology, essentially. I don't know. The whole thing seems weird to me. It's just it just seems like it's a money making enterprise. Yeah, well. I mean, what did you expect, though? Yeah. But, well, I, mean, I mean, that that's pretty much what I expected. It's just kind of sad. I wish it was the best of the best. Yeah. But still, <clears throat> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Said, like, I do really want to watch fencing. I want to go back and watch that competition. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, we, like, the U.S. in general, like, we've gotten two silver medals for the women's and the men's and in the different styles. But the last time those happened were in 1984. And then today somebody got a, uh, I think it was a silver in the, uh, the saber style. And that hasn't been done since like 1904. So, and it was an African American gentleman too. So that makes it even better. You know, which makes like two African Americans that are making like, Big waves, yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there's a gymnast, right? Yep. She was a swimmer. Well. There's a swimmer. I a think swimmer? there's a gymnast, too, who's a male, but yeah. Was yeah. it a gymnast? There's a gymnast, I, I didn't too. hear about the gymnast, but I heard yeah. about the, the silver in mm. the fencing, yeah. and then the the swimmer that yeah. got the gold for the first time. She was the first female African-American swimmer. Yeah. So. Well, and the U.S. won the first gold medal, period. Right. Yeah. That's- uh, for shooting, of course. <laughs> Because why wouldn't that be what we get the first gold medal of the Because, I mean, what else do we do all year round is shoot fucking people? Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck it, A. Like, America, fuck yeah, of course we got shooting gold medal. Mm-hmm. Like, did was there even a competition, or did they just hand it to us? <laughs> just They're so like, we don't please shoot don't them. shoot us, here's your medal. They're like, based on your history, we're just going <laughs> to give it to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> please don't shoot us. Right. Don't come in and assassinate the rest of the fucking people trying to win here. <laughs> yeah, like, we didn't even let Russia in. Like, please just take this medal and leave us be. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just have, like, can you let us have a bobsled medal? 
But I did hear, though, that for every gold medal that people win for the United States, they get $25,000. Yeah, they're rolling in the dough. But there are some countries, I think the most is a country that's never won a gold medal, which is hilarious. Um, Most countries give uh, rewards for getting gold medals. I forgot what country it was, but they give like $250,000 per gold medal, and they've never won a gold medal, like ever. Um, And then England doesn't give any for a gold medal. Um, They just are like, uh, you should just do this for your country, because, yeah. You should try harder. Yeah. You should do it for your queen, because fuck you. And, (laughs) like... Everybody else American gives some fucking, like, rewards, and England's like, no, you should just fucking do that shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That sounds about right. But I just thought that was interesting. I heard that on the radio. No, today. but, like, let's let's not be uh, unclear. I mean, the the athletes are making a lot of money on sponsorships and endorsements. They're not all broke. Yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I think it's interesting. I didn't know that. That oh, they yeah. actually give them, like, money. Yeah, everybody thought that they made, like, you know, a million dollars when they win a gold medal because they act like they're winning a million dollars. But, I mean, um, you, but really, the thing is, the Olympics aren't, they're not going there to make money. They're going there to get bigger endorsements. Well, that and they've tried. So it is kind of the same it's thing. An, it's like, endorsements. They are getting money. But on the other hand, too, for those athletes, because of all the training and all the work they really have to do, it's you know, for the love of the game or whatever, you know, event that they're in. It's like they, they genuinely love doing it. Yes, of course, they love getting money and endorsements too. But on the other hand, it's, you know, I'm pretty sure the majority of them, because they're very, most of them are young. So it's definitely for the enjoyment of whatever sport it is that they are excelling at. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, Phelps won another fucking gold medal, so it's like, you know. Which I love the memes yeah. that they give because Phelps, you know, smokes marijuana and shit. Mm. And they're like, don't smoke marijuana, they say. They'll get, you know, you'll end up like this loser that won 20 gold medals or something. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, yeah, performance-enhancing drug, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there's been some real choice Joe Rogan material coming out of that. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. But it's it's still pretty hilarious because it's like, out of all the things that they test for, like, I get the doping and stuff, like the, the wrestling and, the you know, from the Russians and stuff, but, like, you know, for, uh, you know, like any of the other sports, it's like, really? Like, I can see maybe not wanting to smoke weed and then go shoot guns. I mean, granted, we still want anyway, but you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, I, I can see some certain problems with that, but I mean, he's a swimmer, I mean, and, and and if anything, he's trained enough to the point where he knows not to be stupid about it, you know what I mean? Right, like, he he clearly is able to function, you know, and smoke the occasional bowl. I mean, I'm still I'm still a firm believer in the, 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 the Robin Williams joke of, like, you know, do you really bother testing the snowboarders during the Winter Olympics? Like, really? <laughs> Yeah. You know, half pipe means something, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, halfway down they have to pause. <laughs> it's like, you know, you know, it, marijuana enhances many things, colors, tastes, sensations. It doesn't make you empowered unless you put a giant Hershey bar at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. Rip me, Robin Williams by the way. Me, yes. It's yes. something crunchy. 
So hey, just like Titus, you're good. <laughs> I fucking love anything con- crunchy country. <laughs> I love anything country. country. Keep drinking that scotch. Huh? Um, <laughs> I can't fucking speak. Yeah, by the way, what are you guys drinking? I am drinking scotch tonight. The rest of my doers. Yes, unfortunately. I am I'm working on my maker's mark. I'm on my second bottle now because I finished the other one the other night. So Nice. I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. I has no beer mm-hmm. because I've been too lazy to go to the liquor store. So I stopped at CVS and got a bottle of bourbon because it was like on the way. Hey man, it works. <laughs> yeah, if anything is much easier. Yeah. Say it's easier and it's better anyway. Because for one, I don't think bourbon has as much calories as a as a you know bottle of beer. No, it doesn't. But on the other hand, it's like it's nice to have a beer just because it's quick, it's easy, you don't have to mess with it, you know. And it's like a hooker. <laughs> well, yeah, you do stuff to pay for it, so yeah, <laughs> I guess that makes sense. It's been pretty warm out here too, like a hundred degrees. Yeah. So, beer has been nice nice to have around, but... I was kind of glad today with the rain clouds moving in, it's definitely lowered the temperature a little bit. It, it was still a little humid, but not unbearably nasty, so... Yeah, it, the worst weather that I've, that I've seen, like, honestly, probably in the last couple of years, was this morning. Um, when I walked out to my car, it was 90 degrees at, like, 6.45 a.m., and it was a hundred percent humidity. Um, wow. Yeah, and I was just like, "What the fuck? Like, did I oversleep? What time is it?" Um, it was just obnoxious. Can you guys hear those fireworks? By the way. Yeah. As mm-hmm. I, I can't, all I could hear is the dog moving around. No, I, just, I heard the little like after the dog stopped moving. Wow. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah, see, but. Yeah, I was gonna say the fence. Oh wait, never mind. That was at four o'clock. Never mind. That was a while ago. Damn you, Facebook! <laughs> I hate it when Facebook time travels on me like that, and it like goes back to shit from like two years ago, but it looks like it's a current post. Yeah, I have, to const- I have to constantly change Facebook to most recent events right. instead of the stupid fucking you know top posts or whatever because it's always shit from like 19 hours ago right yeah but yeah so so since we got into the whole olympics thing we're moving into entertainment then yeah let's do that uh update for those of you who probably haven't heard the the last episode but uh for those of you who did um, Houdini and Doyle is no longer on Hulu, unfortunately. I guess they moved it to their Fox streaming service. So if you want to watch it, I hope you have cable and have the Fox app. So Yeah, because our Hulu was out for a couple of days because our bank account was overdrawn. Yes. And um, when it came on, he was like, now go watch Houdini and Doyle. And I'm like, I would. But all they have is one-minute clips on here. I don't think that's what I'm supposed to be watching. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck. So I went and looked on Google, and it's like, watch it on Fox Streaming. And I was like, oh, fuck you. You know, it's like, god damn, you ass. Yeah, so did you guys hear the news about Hulu also? That they're completely free model? Yes. Yeah, they're dumping the free model, which will take effect in, like, 2017. 
Well, that that's the thing with Hulu anyway. The free model only gives you access to certain shows. And only certain episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Like the most recent like last couple episodes anyway so it's kind of bullshit for the free model anyway and you can only watch it on a computer you can't use your phone or your tv to watch on a free version exactly so it's it's kind of stupid for them to put out there anyway but yeah so for them hey so i'm gonna i'm gonna go put the dog in real quick because she just wants oh never mind they finally let her in apparently (laughs) She's like, God damn it. Finally, I've been annoying the crap out of people. <laughs> yeah, I put the dog out like right before we start the show, and I know she doesn't need to go out for like two hours. Yeah. But they have this need. They have to put her out every 15 minutes. Mm. So. Does she go inside or something? No. She just, you know, runs around and acts stupid, and they're like, oh, well, let's put the dog out. But it's like literally every 15 minutes. Right, yeah. So I have to yell at them and say, no, you're not putting her out anymore. Stop. It's like, well, she's whining. And I'm like, yeah, so are you. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to put you outside on a leash. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, we have three dogs in the house, and they are literally constantly putting a different dog out every 15 minutes. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it gets really old. But anyway, we were bitching about Hulu. I wasn't bitching about it. I mean, I don't really, you know, we've we've had the pay, like the, the what do you call it, like the basement version, like payment Hulu for a while now anyway, and it's like I don't really see any difference. Like if you're, if you're one of those guys that uses the free, the completely free service, I mean, yeah, it probably sucks, but I mean, it's what, like $8.99 a month, $9.99? Yeah, they're the most yes, expensive $8.99. service, actually. Because uh, Netflix, of Netflix is and Amazon, they're the most expensive. No, because Netflix is like nine, nine ninety nine now. Yeah, because Netflix well, so, just went up, and Hulu was eight ninety nine. So Hulu is thirteen dollars a month, or fourteen dollars a month if you do the ad free. Yeah, if yeah. you do ad free, which but we, we just, don't. Yeah. We're like fuck that. We'll watch a fucking ad for thirty seconds. Yeah, we uh Although I still love it when they put that thing up of like help, you know, tell us which ad experience you prefer and I'm like where's the no ad option? <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to watch any of these anyway, so right. I'm going to go make a sandwich while you're talking about, you know, psoriasis or something. <laughs> yeah. Until you have like, you know, I don't know, like hooker ads, I'm not interested. Right. <laughs> um hooker ads. I will have you guys know that I'm at the end of the cigar. I'm about to put it out, but I have like what maybe you, you, you have nubbed it. I'm I'm very impressed. I I have gotten down to basically like to the first knuckle of my pointer finger. That's how much I have left. And it lasted you like an hour. Yeah. So and it was like what size was it? It was. I'd like, say it's probably more like a Toro, roughly. Yeah. It's not, so, not one of the huge sizes. It wasn't I mean. huge, but it wasn't small either. Right. It wasn't like a nub size. It was yeah. pretty pretty good sized cigar. Yeah, it wasn't taking one last puff. Wasn't a petite Corona or anything like that. that that's how I like to be discussed as well. <laughs> it wasn't a petite Corona, but. <laughs> but um, I did, you know, I did smoke it down all the way. It was and actually pretty 
good cigar. All the way through, no yeah. issues, no loss no. of anything? Good. Huh. I mean, I had to, like, you know, light it around to kind of burn evenly, but... Yeah. That, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's, that's normal. Yeah. So... That's yeah, that. So, it was a pretty good cigar. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Hey, before I forget, I can't remember. I don't think... Uh, did we talk about... Suicide Squad? Nope, we haven't gotten to that. We yet. haven't talked about it yet. Have you? Did you go see it? Yes. He did. Yeah. So yes, we had we our. Saw that this weekend. Yeah, we had our fifth anniversary on Sunday. Um, yeah, so we, we went and Saturday. We went and, yeah. 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 We Ooh. went and did the dinner thing and went and saw a movie. Um, so we watched Suicide Squad, and I guess if you haven't seen it at all, like probably spoilers because. It's hard to talk about that movie in any capacity without spoilers. That's pretty much how I figured it was going to be. That's why you were talking about like doing like a spoiler show or whatever, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, you said like yeah. maybe like the last hour of the show or something, or well, I was thinking about like the last ten minutes after the show or however long after the show is over. But like, we literally can't talk about it without spoilers. Yeah, because everything they showed in the trailers essentially was not in the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, everything was, but there were a few Joker scenes that were that weren't in the film, which I know like somebody is suing them now for false advertising, and I'm like, really, guys? I'm like, the Joker was in it. Like, where's the false advertising? I mean, I know some scenes were different, but See? I mean, I've seen tons of movies where there are alternate scenes. Or- well, I think it's coming out of the fact that uh, Jared Leto got on a talk show and said they cut out 90% of his scenes. Well, yeah, because it's not Joker and the Suicide Squad. It's Suicide Squad. You're right. just there to basically book end flashbacks for Harley and to show up here and there in the film. So Right, but I, I do see where they're coming from because the Joker was like the main character in all of the advertising. Yeah, like they showed a lot of him. And that's why I told Andrew at the end, I was like, I was a little confused that Joker didn't get as much time in the movie, but I understand why. I was going to say But that. I was a little confused that he didn't get more time in the movie because I thought it was like the Suicide Squad being helped by the Joker is what right. they kind of showed in the in the trailers. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to be a main character. Yeah. Yeah, because... And he was not. Yeah, see, me being the, the comic book nerd or whatever out of the three of us, I think, it's like, I know the Joker's never been a part of the Suicide Squad, so I already knew he wasn't really going to have anything to do with them outside of just that Harley was there. So, right. I mean, that, so that my problem, my problem with that, though, is why are you going to advertise it as essentially a Joker movie. Well, I can... And then not have him in it. Yeah, I mean, I can see that in terms of, like, for one, I mean, you know, most people know Joker, most people know Harley, but outside of the rest of the Suicide Squad, not everybody, unless you're a huge, like, DC Comics nerd or whatever, are going to know who any of these fucking people are. You know, I mean, if you're a Batman fan, yeah, you know, like, at least a third of them because they appear in Batman all the time. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like, if you're a guy going in, like, completely cold, you know, like, Joker, everybody has heard of, at least, you know. So you're familiar with Joker and the clips of Batman that they showed. Yeah, you're familiar with Batman. So then it's like, all right, we can get in, we, we can at least get people interested in the movie by showing those two, even though their scenes weren't very... Well, and I, I get that. I, I agree and I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, like, there weren't any characters that people knew. 
Right. And it still did really well, and it was a great movie. And yeah. from in my opinion, like Suicide Squad was kind of a bad movie with pretty good characters. See, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I thought the story was fucking garbage. The only problem I have, which is what some of my other like favorite reviewers and stuff on YouTube pointed out that I have, is I am getting tired of the giant portal thing in the sky MacGuffin. Because yeah. we had that in Avengers, we had that in... Uh, we just had that in Ghostbusters. You know, it's like, can we find a new, like, MacGuffin instead of, like, making this giant portal thing in the sky? I mean, don't get me wrong, the effects were awesome for it, but, like, couldn't we have found a different way to get them involved? Like, me being the comic book guy, like, I would have rather seen them go into, like, you know, Kandahar or one of, like, the like the poor Latvian-type nations that are, like, under civil war and, like... Yeah, give them a thousand towel heads to shoot. Uh, see, I wasn't going to go there or anything, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Most of them aren't towel heads. Most of the time I see them depicted as guys wearing baklavas uh, and, you know, like, like well, that, white or snow too. gear. But Yes, tight-fitting towels. Yeah, well, either way, I'm just saying, like, you know, Mixture I'm, I'm, towels, just, if you I'm just saying that seems more like a government-sanctioned mission thing that would have happened. But the way they presented it in the film was good. The only thing I was a little disappointed in with, with them getting you know like again we've already talked about spoilers but with them giving enchantress the big main villain role so early it's like couldn't you have like waited a movie or two before you yeah, did that bury the lead guys yeah i mean yeah but i'm just saying like couldn't you have given her like the you know couldn't you even like waited a movie or two before you you, you decided to do that i mean granted I understand hedging their bets because there may not have been a second movie because, you know, there's already, you know, even before it came out, much like Ghostbusters, there was a lot of, you know, you know, derision and defense and everything else from, you know, all the different facets of movie and fans, you know, and all that. So I understand why they probably wanted to hedge their bets that way. And Enchantress is, again, a character that, you know, unless you're a big nerd, you probably don't know who the fuck she is or get or even care, really. So she made sense to be the logical villain in this. But on the other hand, it's like I would have rather it been some sort of external thing. Some other villain that they didn't show in the trailers that just shouldn't, that just suddenly showed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But overall, I thought it was a good movie. The, the characters and the actors portraying them did a really great job. Um, Harley, actually, like I know like you're not a fan of the outfit she wore, but as far as her characterization... I mean, I just think that she could have been like... A little better than just some booty shorts and a tank top. You know, it's like I know she wore the classic Harley Quinn outfit, like in a flashback kind of thing. And she did pull it out of her suitcase at first, and you know, it was kind of like I was really hoping she was going to put it on too. Yeah. I think they would have gotten a lot of fan love out of that movie. They would, exactly. they would have. However, like I told her, you know, to me. The outfit that she wore, I liked because one, outside of the booty shorts, it wasn't overtly like 100% sexual outside of the dressing part. So, like, like for me, I always have a problem. Like, it's kind of like it goes back to that argument, like you know, Skyrim and stuff, where female armor is basically like tits hanging out most of the time. You know, it's not really armor. It's you know. Ah, uh, yes, the best defense, tits. Right, exactly. But at least with her, like her tits weren't hanging out. Yeah, she had the booty shorts. But she looked like she could still, like, 
go into battle and it wasn't going to be a problem. You know what I Even mean? Even though she was wearing heels the whole time. But... Hey, if you can go into uh, battle wearing heels, you're the last fucking person I want to mess with. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I've you known know, many a stripper that can defend themselves really well with fucking heels. I'm still saying, like, you know, the outfit, even though she didn't wear the classic, she could have worn something a little bit more like Harley Quinn-like. But it wasn't a terrible outfit. Right. But it's just kind of like... I think that they could have designed it a little bit better, right. but it's not terrible. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't perfect. But on yeah. the other hand, though, like you said, her characterization was fine. Yeah, like yeah, she, I thought she was awesome. a good character. She was an awesome Harley Quinn. Like I was very happy with the way she portrayed Harley, and just the way Harley Quinn was portrayed in this movie as like a new version of Harley. Like I can see her doing Harley Quinn, like all the time but it's just one of those things where i'm just like yeah it could be better but it's still an awesome like harley quinn presence and um with joker though i was a little like put off with the way he looked Mm -hmm. like it was a little too hipster douchebag for me (laughs) but i mean he did really well playing joker he did great playing him but the 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 gold fucking mouthpiece that he had on. I'm just like... You didn't like the platinum grill. I did not like the grill. No, I'm just like, seriously, do we have to like... It kind of... It felt to me like Joker was not with the times and had watched too many 90s rap videos. But see, that's the thing, though. I'm the weird guy that really didn't have a problem with the way he looked. Like, I, you know, it's a, just a different version of Joker. I've seen many incarnations of the Joker throughout various comics, animated films, and, and whatnot. So, like, I mean, the mo- like, if they really wanted to go fucking, like, you know, New 52 Joker, they would have, like, found a way to get his face cut off and have him sew it back on. You know, that's the, like, most disturbing, fucked-up version of Joker I've ever seen. And it really had nothing to do with his clothes, just the fact that his face got cut off and he put it back on, which made him even more creepy looking. But on the other hand, like, I didn't have a problem with it. I mean, the grills are funny. I mean, I guess apparently from what I read, like, I guess there's a reason why he wears the grills, and I think it had something to do with Batman, but it's something they just, they either didn't get to film, or that it was one of those many deleted scenes. I, yeah, actually, I'm 90% sure it was cut out, because there was another podcast that talked about that. Right. Um, and they said they they advise people to wait for the director's cut because you know, and it's I think it's going to be like um, Batman versus Superman, right? The story will make a ton more sense, and him being you know not in the movie constantly will make a lot more sense. Yeah. When you watch the full cut without all the deleted. But scenes. I mean, to me, it makes sense why they didn't have a lot of Batman and a lot of Joker because again. It's that thing of, you know, these are, those two are like the rock stars of DC. So it's like, if you throw them in this movie, everybody's going to be paying more attention for those. And then whenever the rest of the Suicide Squad shows up, all they're going to be doing is sitting in their chairs and thinking to themselves, okay, when's the next Joker Batman scene? And well, then, you know, and I think that's the problem with the way they advertised it, is that's how people were feeling about it anyway. Right, but I mean, I, I know there's no way to get around that. I know people are going to expect that, even though, you know, those people are kidding themselves. But on the other hand, like, that's the idea. It's like, okay, we'll put them in here as kind of like little bookends, you know. And I love the, like, I like the fact that at least he appeared and apprehended Deadshot because, 
you know, I didn't expect that because that's not something they advertise in the trailers, and it was cool the way it was handled. I was like, that's great. You know, it's, I mean, again, it's more, it's more of Ben Affleck's Batman, and I think, like, that there almost looks like something ripped out of, like, one of the, the cartoons or something. You know, so that scene was really well done, and I like the scene where, you know, they're getting chased by him and, you know, go into the water, and the punch got a really good laugh. <laughs> but, I mean, in general, like, I thought those scenes were well done, and I like the fact there wasn't a, a crap ton of them because I think it would have distracted from the overall movie itself. Um, I do think it's funny that uh, Die Antwer are suing, or trying to sue Suicide Squad for saying that they, like, stole their look. Which I've got a picture yeah. up here to, to show, like Angela, just so she gets what I'm trying to say. But it's like, really? That's no. <laughs> Those people look like white trash. The white trash hipster douchebags. <laughs> yeah. I, so I actually really, really like Diane Um but yeah, I don't think they look anything like. Uh, wow. Uh, I wanted to say Hitler for some reason. <laughs> no, they look absolutely nothing like Hitler. <laughs> I mean, that's You're also right, true. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> um, but I don't think they look anything like the Joker from this movie. Like, I guess maybe the super pale look or something? That, and he has the short haircut and all the tattoos and stuff, which I know people were bothered by the tattoos, and I was like, look, for one thing, outside of a few short, like, comic, you know, bits here and there... Joker's origin is very much open to interpretation because there's no one definitive version of it. So, I'm just more like partial to the classic Joser. Joe, <laughs> Joser. <laughs> this statement brought to you by Doer. Yes. Are you thirsty, Angus? <laughs> Apparently, she is. <laughs> Not anymore. She quenched her thirst. But no, I mean, like, I wow, guys. <laughs> But, like, I didn't have, like, a problem with the tattoos and stuff because, like, I mean, maybe he started out life as a gangbanger and fell into that vat of acid and turned into the Joker. I mean, you know, like, there was one comic where he started out as a really bad stand-up comedian and, and ended up putting on the Red Hood thing, and then he then he had that happen. Cool. Again, it's another interpretation. I don't have a problem. I, I thought the Joker was perfectly fine, like, as far as looks and theme and everything. I the characterization like, didn't bother me much either. Right, I thought the character was fine. I just didn't like how they advertised the movie as a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. Right. Like, to the point where they had the official music video be made with the Joker. Yeah, but if like you notice purple that... Lamborghini, and I was just like, that was like literally maybe 25 seconds of the movie. Yeah, but on the other hand, though, too, it has a, it has kind of like the problem you were talking about with the movies that... The Joker shows up in the in the first half of the music video and a little bit towards the end, but he doesn't do anything. He walks into a club and like has a stare down with one guy, and that's it. I mean, granted, I understand why somebody would back down from the Joker knowing his history, but on the other hand, it's like okay, he shows up and that's it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for stopping by, Joker. <laughs> you know. Thanks for not killing me or shooting up the place. You know, or something more terrible. You know, but. I mean, I don't know. I thought the movie was great overall. I mean, Killer Croc was great. The guy playing Rick Flagg did a really good job. I liked his character arc. Yeah, he's... So, he's one of my favorite characters from recent uh, television. Mm -hmm. He was one of the key actors in uh, a show called The Killing. Yeah. um, Which was fucking incredible. Yeah. 
and he's been kind of like the military hard ass in everything since that and like the detective and whatnot like the vice detective because he's kind of got that gangster look to him right but i mean he's like the white trash gangster sort of feel right he's, um, he's got that very you know that very military like i mean like like his pep talk scene was great you know it's like look you do this you die you do this you die you know like I'm not fucking around. I'm not here to play games or anything. I'm, you know, this is some serious shit. You know, you're probably gonna die anyway, so I really don't give two shits about any of you. However, you know, you're not yeah, allowed. Except this one that you know has the sword that will literally eat your soul. Right. Well, she's on their side to begin with, so yeah. it's like she's not. Which, by the way, yeah. that sword should officially be known as the redhead sword. No, it is actually called the Soul Taker Sword. But thanks for playing. <laughs> No, it, it should be called the ginger. Because it has no souls but the ones it seals? <laughs> yes, exactly. It should be known as the ginger. Or just call it ginger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, legitimately it should be in a South Park game. Although I did, yeah, I do like, I did like the moments that some of the other characters got. Like, I really liked um, Captain Boomerang in this film was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Like, the way the guy, like, Jai Courtney or whatever, the actor that portrayed it, he did a really good job, and I could tell he had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I just felt like he was really out of place. He's not really out of place. They just... The thing is, like, in the comics, he's always been a very cowardly guy. So, like, when shit really starts hitting the fan, he he will be the first one to be like, fuck you guys, I'm out. You know. Which is what he kind of tried to do in the beginning. Well, throughout the film, like, there's that part later on where they're sitting there all having drinks, and he's like, you know what, fuck it, you guys are free to go. And he's like, all right, pew, gone. <laughs> Until he suddenly shows up later, which I'm hoping there's maybe a deleted scene that explains why he just came back. Because it's like, all of a sudden, he's just back. Granted, as I'm watching the movie, I didn't really question it, I just went with it. But then afterwards, I was like, wait a minute, why the fuck did he come back? He just came back for no reason. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure he didn't really have much else better to do, but, you know. But, I mean, it was great, and Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Yeah, great casting there. Great casting. Fucking nailed it. Great casting, nailed it, and on top of that, like I said, all you, like, Marvel fanboys that love Nick Fury, fuck you. Nick Fury's a fucking choir boy compared to this bitch. (laughs) I will say, though, I like Nick Fury more than I like Amanda Waller in this movie. That's because Nick Fury, for one... And I I mean on a likable scale. That's what I'm saying. Which is not really what you want to judge that character by, but in a film... Mm -hmm. Like, I like Nick Fury more. Yeah, because well, cause in general, I mean, Nick Fury's more of a likable sore. I mean, yeah, he's a he's a secret agent guy that's got a job to do, but he isn't the guy that's going to, like, just suddenly shoot... Like, he's not going to turn around and shoot everybody on the deck of the helicarrier just because they know too much, you know? Whereas Amanda Waller has no fucking compunction whatsoever. Yeah. Agent, man. Oh, God. <laughs> you have now drank too much. You are karaokeing with no music. <laughs> Fuck you. You said secret agent guy. You you know that was coming. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't you, it probably would have been me if I wasn't in the middle of a point. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, you know, Amanda Waller. The only person that Amanda Waller, like, doesn't fuck with is Batman, which that should probably tell you something. <laughs> Maybe she does fuck with Batman, but in a different way. That's kind of disgusting. I mean, thank you for putting that message. <laughs> Amanda Waller in every iteration of the comics is at least a forty-year-old woman. It's like I think Batman could do better. <laughs> yeah, like forty-year-old women. I do, but I'm just saying. Like I'm talking, I'm talking about them, not me. <laughs> hey, if you have the fetish, maybe Batman has the fetish. 
but Batman's been with like everybody, like like Wonder Woman again, <laughs> again like Wonder Woman. You call Batman Waller. a whore? Huh? You call him Batman a slut? Are you slut shaming Batman right now? I mean, if, if James Bond is a slut, then so is Batman. Okay. I mean, if you call a duck a duck because it fucking quacks like a duck, it walks like a duck. It's you a totally fucked that whole whole wow. that whole idiom up. Are you saying that Batman fucked a duck? <laughs> That's yeah. how Bat Duck was born. <laughs> Our daughter's Bat Duck. That's how Bat Duck was born. Isn't there a Bat Duck cartoon anyway? No. I swear there's Bat Duck. No, I. No. I think you've just been watching ducks having sex. <laughs> no, like I swear to God, I thought there was a Bat Duck, but I am no. drunk. And I was gonna say no. There was a there was a Daffy Duck cartoon where he ended up inadvertently getting. Green Lantern's oh, outfit. Darkwing Duck. Oh, Darkwing Duck. That's, That's what, what you're I'm thinking, thinking of. Okay. Well, there you go. Oh, See, yeah. so... I love Darkwing Duck. I do, too. I mean, technically, he is kind of like Bat Duck. Yeah. But, yeah. but no, in general, like, the movie was great. I loved everything about it. Like, uh, Killer Croc was probably the hilarious thing to come out of it. Oh, my God. Like, Killer Croc <laughs> is, like... I don't want to get into, like bad stereotyping. Right. But he was like the fucking gangster. Mm-hmm. Like the most gangster of the crew. And then at the end he's like, I want some BT in my stuff. <laughs> that killed me where he's hey, like they're making requests and he's like, I want BET. I was like, really bro? Yeah, because it's like, hey, I'm in this cell when I'm not, you know, murdering guards that happen to walk in here or whatever, it's like, I want to watch some ass, you know? But Give me some BET. Like, everybody else, like, made her get them stuff. Right. Like, Harley got an espresso machine. He got BET. Deadshot, this... Deadshot got to go visit with his daughter. Yeah. yeah. But then... Which I love the fact that they did that where she's studying math and he's, like, helping her study math by talking about how he murders people. <laughs> it's like that. Well, she well, and she brought it no, up. That's, yeah. that's what's even better about it. It's like, wow. Yeah, like, she's clearly going to be a murderer. Like, Probably. What was the what was the other dude's name Which that one? didn't ask for shit? Oh, oh, uh, Boomerang. Captain yeah. Boomerang. Yeah. He was, like, he was pissed. That he didn't get anything, but he didn't ask for anything. I think he was too busy getting the shit punched out of him at the time. But he was, she was like, well, you'll get ten years knocked off your sentence. And then he was like, well, fuck that. I've got, like, multiple life sentences. What's that going to do for me? Right. And then it's like, well, ask for something fucking else, dude. Mm -hmm. Ask for something to be in your cell with you. Because they're in, like, solitary cells. Yeah, like, request a hooker at least. I mean, come on. something, shit. A hooker dressed as a pink as a pink unicorn. Yes. Get your, Ask, get, request a furry. Come get on. your furry on, son. But yeah, I mean, it's just funny, though. But I mean, on one hand, if you think about it, though, like, yeah, he gets the short end of the stick. Because everybody else gets, like, ten years off and then whatever their other requests are. But he's got, like, multiple life sentences. Like, wow, I got ten years off of three life sentences. Yay, you know. I'm, I'm going to get out of jail soon, you know. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm sure he'll break out eventually. The one character I was really disappointed that didn't last long enough was Slipknot. I was kind of disappointed, but on the other hand, he does have a history in the comics of getting killed off right away anyway, but it still would have been nice to see him do a little bit more than he did in the film. That's, yeah. I'm hoping that's another one of those like extended, deleted scenes things that we might see once the DVD. But 
I feel like he was chosen to be the like sacrificial lamb, right? That's what I was because they were just like, we don't know what to do with this character. He's too lame. I was gonna say because he like I've never heard of Slipknot before this movie. He's one of those characters like he's very good with ropes. So like I could see him doing like lasso work and hanging people, and then he had like that grappling gun thing. So like he could have throw that shit together. He, maybe like he's an assassin like Deadshot. He just uses ropes instead of guns. Cool. We never get to see it. <laughs> you know, we get to see him use his grapple gun a couple times and punch a bitch, and then that was it. You know. But I mean, on one hand, like ha- somebody has to be the sacrificial guy. That's why I'm kind of glad for one he wasn't shown very much in trailers and stuff. So that you know, it, well, it was still kind of a surprise when it happened. Yeah, the problem with that was as soon as I saw him and they were talking about like the button and everything, I'm like, oh, so they're gonna kill that one. Yeah, so like I they, knew it was coming. Yeah, for you, they telegraphed it. I mean, I had a feeling they were gonna do something with it, but I wasn't sure what. I kind of let the movie just, you know, inform me. I wasn't trying to think ahead. So, but I mean, in general, it was still cool that he showed up. I did like, but the other thing that made me mad too is I know that actor's a really good actor too. Like, if they had gotten some just, like, generic nobody I'd never heard of or seen before or anything, I probably wouldn't be as, like, disappointed about it. But because I know that guy's a decent actor and everything, it's like, it still kind of sucks. But somebody had to get blown up. Yeah, I'm not going to have to punch a bitch. (laughs) My my biggest beef with him was that he looked too much like Steven Seagal, and I was glad when he died. (laughs) You you, you got your executive decision moment. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, kill that one. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, all the guys did a really good job with their characters. I mean, Boomerang was great. Rick Flagg was great. Even, um, you know, What's-Her-Face, uh, Enchantress was good. Even though, like, I kept I kept whispering to Angela, I'm like, and cue John Constantine to show up any minute now. And yeah. Now. Come on, he's the guy yeah. that knows shit about magic in the DCU. Come on. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that I was, like, not looking forward to was to see Will Smith be Will Smith in this role, which I was actually surprised that he really wasn't Will Smith until he got, like, with his daughter, where he was, like, the father figure. Then you saw, like, Will Smith be Will Smith. Right. But, like, other than that, he played Deadshot really well. Yeah. Yeah, and to be fair, he was more of a father in this movie than he is in real life. Oh! Oh, sick burn, bro! (laughs) Of course, he already had a daughter in the movie, so... Yeah, but I mean, either way, like, I thought his portrayal was good. Like, I was worried it was going to be another one of those, like, Will Smith kind of, like, just being himself. But I thought he did a really good job. I mean, you know, there were a few moments where you saw the Will Smith popping out other than that, like, you know, the triangle bitch and, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But it's... I think he was happy for the fact that, like, he... he really got to branch out and do something that wasn't completely family-friendly, too. So I'm sure he had a lot of fun with doing that, you know? Yeah, because he always yeah. plays family-friendly things. and yeah. Well, and that's a personality thing for him. Like, he likes to play that character. He doesn't want to be in, like, violent or, you know... Uh, right, he doesn't want to be Freddy Krueger, but, I mean... Well, he has a thing. He just did a whole thing where he was like, I don't want to play cruel characters or violent characters like he did the whole Jim Carrey thing right well I mean that's but I mean that's why Deadshot's good for him because you know the the lore that they mentioned in uh, the film where he's like you don't kill women and you don't kill children he's like yeah so I'm sorry I got scruples you know I have a fucking code I follow you know Right. Which is why I kind of laughed when he was giving uh, Katana shit because she's like I'm not a thief and he's like oh she's not a thief and I'm like 
I get his joke there because she does steal souls when she kills people, so that's kind of thievery. But on the other hand, it's like, I mean, it's she revenge, didn't choose you know. that role, right? That's yeah, that was something kind of foisted upon her. Yeah, the thug life. She didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose her. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have um, to own up to it, but that's the other thing. That also, was, bitch talks to a sword, right? But I mean, that was the thing that was great too. Is when they finally got through, uh, you know, what's his face's backstory or whatever. Um, you know, basically, like Harley is sitting there listening, and you would expect that whole "oh, it's okay" kind of thing. No, she's like, "No, own that shit. We're all fucked up, bad people. Otherwise, we wouldn't be standing here right now." And I was like, "Damn, Harley's the fucking the, Harley's giving a pep talk now." <laughs> Well, I mean, she's reverting to her counselor days. Huh? She's reverting to her counselor days. Right, I was going to say, like, if she's giving the pep talk, like, this must be some dire shit. Yeah, things have gone really poorly. Right, but my, but my, I still think my favorite line of the whole thing is when the, 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 the SEAL team comes in to start to go underwater to go get that bomb or whatever. (laughs) Killer Croc's like, I'm going with you. (laughs) And they're like, no, we got this. And he's like, I live underground. You all just tourists. <laughs> yeah. I was like, first of all, your Navy SEAL's talking to a giant crocodile man who has eaten people. I would shut the fuck up if I were you. I don't care how hard. I mean, I'll be honest. If anybody's going to backtalk Killer Croc, it should be the Navy SEAL. Yeah, but. <laughs> but still not a good decision. <laughs> right. Slow your roll a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I mean, I definitely recommend everybody go and see it. I mean. You don't have to go, I mean, obviously it's past opening night and everything now, but I mean, you don't have to go see it, like, right this second. I mean, you can go catch a matinee or whatever over a weekend, because that's what we ended up doing, and definitely, definitely well worth it. I mean, I don't know, I'm, that's pretty much about all I gotta say about it, I mean. Yeah, we've become pretty popular at the movie theater. Yeah, I know. Like, people The man, the man bun manager likes me for some strange reason. Even though it's I, not a bad thing. Yeah, except I'm not a big fan of his man bun, but hey, it's cool. You're all right. You're all right. Well, like we got there, and the manager's like at the popcorn stand. We're getting popcorn, and the manager's standing there. And he's like, "All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you any spoilers, but I'm gonna tell you what I think about the movie before you go in." And like he's giving us like this like big long talk about this movie before we go in. Which we're running late, so I'm kinda like, okay, thanks, like Yeah. <laughs> you know. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But like we're standing there and he's just like, oh, and then because they actually post our picture after Andrew like comments on other pictures and tells well, him to post our picture. Well it, it was while I think it was while we were recording on Friday night. I was looking through Facebook or it was after that and I was looking through and there was a pictures from the guys that appeared as Joker and stuff for Suicide Squad from the opening night, and I was like, he hasn't posted the picture from when we went and saw Ghostbusters, so I commented, and I was like, so where's our picture, LOL? You know, I wasn't like, I was basically just trying to give him shit for it, and he was, you know, he finally posted it, and while we while we were there, he's like, dude, I'm sorry I didn't get that picture up, but I'm like, oh, it's cool, I was just, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, mentioning it, because I didn't know if you'd forgotten or whatever, and I didn't have a way to message him directly or anything, so... I figured that was the best way to do it. He's like, yeah, I went on vacation like that following week or whatever. And I was like, it's cool, dude. Don't worry about it. It, ha- it It's up there now. It's all good, you know. But yeah, I just thought it was funny that he recognized us. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was funny, too, because obviously he knew we were going to see Suicide Squad because Angela had her, 
her Alex Ross Harley Quinn shirt, which I was I was glad of the fact that they had that scene in there, and I just thought it was funny too. So like my wife's wearing that shirt, like <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like I'm glad they paid homage to that. It was probably one of the best like Joker Harley pictures out there. And then I, you know, I'm wearing my uh, Justice League shirt and my Green Lantern hat. So obviously, what movie am I going to go see? You know, right? But it was still pretty funny though. We had a good time though. And yep. you had your show afterwards, your second show for the weekend. Which went better than the first show. Yeah. That's I good. figured it would because it's a Saturday, so... Well, I mean, we had more people because it was a Saturday, but I think because these weren't new scenes that we've done, and we've done these over and over again mm-hmm. for the past like few months already, that we were very familiar with these scenes because they were recycled, and right. they, they were scenes that we enjoyed doing. So, like, I think we got a better response from the crowd because you can kind of tell scenes that are new and scenes that we've done a lot. Hmm. So, I did my Scully from the X-Files skit, and I actually added a couple of things to it. Um, And I think I got a lot better response from the crowd this time than I did the first time that I did it, but... Either way, I think, like, the show, this last show is really uh, a lot better than the one on Thursday, but um, I got a lot of people giving me compliments, including, like, people from my troupe, like, giving me compliments for my performance, so I was pretty proud of it. Good. I'm glad it went well. I just hope once I get my second job, I won't have to give that up. <laughs> right. So, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys watch anything else this week? Or any TV or anything? Um, I got done... I got through all my episodes of... Um, the fuck am I been watching? Shameless. Shameless. I got through all the seasons for that. Which I caught a piece of that because we were washing dishes and you had it on or whatever. I was washing dishes, you were making breakfast and you had it on. I look over and I see this blonde girl. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, she looks really familiar. And then I'm watching her interact with the college guy and I'm like, that's Jenny fucking Matrix from Video Games High School. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Good for her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's really sad that the Drift King passed away too, but yeah. But, I don't know if anybody knew that, but other than me, but I mean, which I, one, I which one was that? That was the uh, on, on video games high school. That was the uh, the black guy that was always like Theodore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Korean kid. I was no, like, no, oh, he's still sucks. no, he's still there. <laughs> he's still he's not dead yet. Yeah, he's still alive. He's good. <laughs> but um, I I got through all those episodes, and I started watching the bitch in apartment twenty three. And I watched, uh, I got through all the seasons of My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, too. But The Bitch in Apartment 23, it was actually a pretty good show. Mm. I started watching that, and I think it's a pretty good show. Isn't it kind of nice to see where she came from in order before she got into uh, Jessica Jones, though? Yeah. (laughs) But it's just, like, I didn't realize, like, that show was that old, because they were talking about something about 2012 in it, and I was like, how old is this fucking show? Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. Very old. But it's a pretty funny show, though. I was pretty pretty surprised about it, but it was 
they told me, you know, you get the suggestions because you watch this show, watch these shows, you know. Right. So it was like, because you watch My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, watch this show. So I was like, oh, never even heard of this show. And right. it's that old. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're still working on Shameless. We're like halfway through season three right now. Um and maybe spoilers, but we're to the point where someone needs a liver. Uh-huh. And that was about where we uh, that was about where you were watching, I think. No, they go through that for a Ever. whole season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and he's essentially like dealing with his daughter that was like news to everyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, I found it interesting that, um, like, I had never heard anyone with the name Philip go by Lip before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting nickname. Like, I had not heard that before. I mean, you come it up with sense. different nicknames, though, but, like, Wednesday, what are we going to call her? Mm-hmm. You know? Wendy. Like, Wendy is about the closest you can get. Yeah. Well, yeah we can, that's think, not but... great. Yeah, it's not. Or wins. <laughs> wins. As long as nobody yeah. calls her hump day, then I... I was going to say, like, obviously hump day or humpy is not okay. Nope, not at all. No, I... Hey, hump day! <laughs> it does make me chuckle, though. <laughs> I will beat a bitch for calling her hump day. I was going to say, if you want to be known as the guy who got punched by the girl's dad on the playground, that'll be me. <laughs> Look, you little fuck. <laughs> Like, this father keeps punching children. I don't understand. They called her hump day. Nobody calls my daughter hump day. Nobody puts my baby in a corner, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Wednesday will punch a bitch. <laughs> Probably. She's got, I mean, she comes off as happy-go-lucky to people. I was going to say, she... you get her attitude, she turns evil real quick. Yeah, I think she gets that from I don't from know where me. she gets that from. <laughs> Probably me. <laughs> like, she, like, tonight, she turned evil on me. She didn't want to give me a hug and a kiss goodnight. I read her story. I was, like, so nice to her. And she's like, nope, mm-mm. Fuck you, bitch. I'm not giving you a kiss and a hug. Nope. I think she was still mad about earlier because you left without giving her a hug and a kiss. But we didn't. you didn't have time, so you had to get some I, ch- I told dad. her. Yeah. Like, I gave him 15 minutes before I left. I'm like, okay, start getting ready to leave. Yep. She's like, no, no. And then she, like, runs the door and, like, plasters herself on the door. Like, you're not leaving. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry. You're going to have to move. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, kids. Yeah, Titus has been uh, Henri all week. He's he's definitely getting older, and he's getting much better at talking. Um, he's very well aware of what no means. Um, well, somebody yeah. is. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. I never learned what no meant. Well, he prefers it when he uses it. Right. Well, don't most kids? <laughs> yes, that's what I mean. Like, he, he understands it from his point of view. He doesn't so much care when we use it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, he's still so little, It's he does funny shit, you know. Like, it wouldn't be funny if he was ten, like, years older, but the fact that he's two makes it pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, he will be two... Um, in about a month. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And yeah, it's hard not to, to laugh at them now. But as they get older, yeah. it's like, all right, it's not funny anymore. Stop. 
Yeah, like we've had this for years. You're not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a bunch of uh, YouTube stuff from Tested, like a lot of the one-day build videos with Adam Savage. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. It's just Kandahar outside my house. <laughs> um, but uh, I I haven't been watching much Twitch at work because I we have new like new rules and stuff that I'm not quite in charge of yet, which I'm going to be very soon. But I, I'm making sure that I don't bend any rules to ensure that I get control of everything. Right. So I've just been kind of listening to podcasts and stuff on my own laptop or own cell phone or something like that and just being very careful about where i go on their computers and stuff right um so been listening i like ran out of podcasts to listen to and um just a lot of lot of um joe rogan you know stuff that's like three or four hours long um and then uh still working on the repairman jack second book um, which is good. It's it's pretty interesting, but um, they always slow down like towards the middle for me. Like it seems like when they're supposed to get really interesting, I'm like, oh, I'd rather hear more of the day to day stuff. Right. So it's uh, it's weird though. Like they really they had more characters in the first book. Right. Oh, okay. That's actually thunder. You done? <laughs> That's what I thought. God's like, um, you're not allowed to have a podcast going right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if I get cut off, that's why. Um, also, we'll take a break after this because I need to restart call note mm-hmm. as usual at two hours. But, uh, yeah. Um, just been listening to a ton of podcasts some interesting stuff um i didn't read any of the harry potter book this week i just didn't really have time um but yeah what about you guys anything else not for entertainment all right so uh just before the show tonight i tried out no man's sky um i played about 20 minutes of it and immediately returned it um, I just don't like that game. I I was hoping that it would be more than just Minecraft with a spaceship to go to other planets. Um, turns out it's just Minecraft. Nice. So yeah, not not super thrilled with that one. It's definitely not a sixty dollar game, and I understand people are like, oh, it's just a relaxing, chill game. It's like, well, yeah, you can fucking play Minecraft and get the exact same or more out of it. Yeah, but I'm in that weird camp where I prefer the graphics in No Man's Sky, though. Oh, it looks way better. There's no question. I mean, I get it's the whole nostalgic 8-bit look, but I fucking get tired of that shit. Oh, I, I do, too, but I mean, as far as gameplay goes... Yeah. Like, there's just not much there. It's like, oh, you've got a teeny tiny inventory, and they don't really tell you much, so you're just kind of stumbling around wasting your time. Um and you don't want to go look anything up because the whole point of the game is discovery. <laughs> so it's just like you're purposely shooting yourself in the foot and I don't know. It it's just not for me. I would rather watch someone play it or just like get the highlights. Like I 
to me, I'll treat it just like Eve, where I'll read the stories about really cool shit that happened and be happy with that. Yeah. Although, kind of backtracking to Suicide Squad, a great meme just popped up on my Facebook. It's like, yo, Slipknot, what do you think of Suicide Squad? It was mind-blowing. Wow. <laughs> Dick. Wow. <laughs> that was a dad joke. Damn right it was. And I am a dad, so it works. Anyway... Mm-hmm. Back to the regularly scheduled podcast. Well, I was de- I was debating about picking it up, but it's like I didn't really have the money to, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll hold off. Maybe pick it up in a Steam sale or something later." Yeah. Well, so in the other issue with No Man's Sky is the PC port is really bad. Um, people with really obnoxiously high powered computers are reporting like sub thirty frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um. And it doesn't run well. It crashes constantly and has a lot of really bad bugs. Like, shit like your saves getting corrupted and your ship disappearing from the planet that you're on so you just can never keep playing. Yeah. Frankenstein is ready for you now. (laughs) Yeah. It's alive! (laughs) Don't mind my experiments, guys. Yep. Um... I don't know. I I think it could be good, but I think it's one of those games I'll like you said I'll wait until there's a really good Steam sale. Right. Um but for now it's just not doing much for me. Um and it's a bummer cuz like you said it's a really pretty game. It looks really cool. And the soundtrack from what I heard is really good cuz it's got that sort of like 80 synth kind of yeah. kind of soundtrack and I did hear like a snippet of it the other day cuz I watched a video where somebody uh, flew through a black hole, and it was like all you all you saw was like it basically looked like you know, uh, light speed or whatever in Star Wars, which was awesome. Yeah. But I'm just sitting there listening to the soundtrack, and I'm like, this is a pretty good soundtrack in the background. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty game. It sounds great. Um, it's just like the gameplay loop for me doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to spend 60 hours in a game, I would rather put my money into, like, The Witcher. Right. Which just had a Game of the Year Legendary Edition come out. So Yeah, I don't think I've gotten that one because I haven't purchased all the stuff for it, but I don't know. Because, like, sometimes on Steam they'll, like, upgrade you or whatever depending upon what you did. Because, like, for the Batman Arkham games, like, I got the Game of the Year editions for those because I've, you know, bought it from, like, originally or whatever, but... I don't know if they're going to do anything like that with this one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know the Legendary Edition has the um, Heart of Stone or Hearts of Stone and the Blood and Wine and one other expansion, I think. So, I don't know. I'm anxious to check it out. I think that might be something I try to play on Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I've had fun playing with it on PC. I haven't really been into playing it recently, but... You know, I've been having fun messing around with it. It's definitely a fun game, so. Yeah, um, and then obviously I've been playing uh, Diablo Season 7, which it's hard to believe we're on Season 7. Yeah. Um, I went with a Demon Hunter for this season just because I hadn't really played one as a main character in a season yet. Yeah. So, I'm enjoying it. Um, it definitely is not, like, it. I don't... It doesn't really fit my play style, so it's kind of weird. Right. 
Um, and I probably will end up picking up like a witch doctor or a monk or something as a secondary character and end up playing that more. Right. Um, but it's it's nice to start with something new in the beginning. Hmm. So, yeah, enjoying it. That's um, Yeah. But, uh, Angela, did you get to play any Hearthstone? Yeah, I played a few games. I was actually pretty happy with this one um, because I think that it was a little bit better than last week's um, uh, Tavern Brawl. So yeah, I haven't done the Brawl yet. I, I won, like, a couple of games, but, like, um, <laughs> a lot of it is, like, depending on the character that you play it depends on the cards that you get and then it depends on the character that the other person plays and the cards that they get so you have to be like either evenly matched or one player is like better cards than the other and then you're kind of fucked but I thought it was still a pretty good tavern bra um so I was playing that a little bit earlier and I played a few games uh last few days so Nice. Uh, yeah, I watched a... Uh, I, I logged in just long enough because I finally saw somebody in my friends list playing. And I had the quest to watch one of your friends win a game. Mm-hmm. So I logged in and watched my buddy win a game. He had like two turns before he won, so that was good timing. Nice. Right. Um, and then I opened a legendary um, from the free pack I got for that. I opened up the... Uh, it's called The Beast... Um, which is like a really strong six card that gives your opponent it's like a nine health nine damage card yeah at and it only costs six mana but it gives your opponent a three three on the board mm-hmm. so it kind of evens out a little bit so like you're getting a six six for six um, if they attack into that or if you do so it kind of makes sense but it's potentially really strong if they don't deal with it or if you have something else you can immediately kill their character with but yeah I, yeah I still like Hearthstone a lot more than the Elder Scrolls game I thought I was going to like Elder Scrolls a lot more than I do Yeah. Um, which is kind of a bummer I, I was really looking forward to that um, so, what about you, Andrew? What did you get to play this week? Uh, mostly I've just been playing a lot of Guns of Icarus Online. Um, their alpha for the Alliance mode uh, ended on the 8th, so now it's back to the regular. But I did get to play a good bit of that. I really like the Alliance mode, because um, it gives you more to do as like a story mode. They've added in the factions. They've added in the ability to like upgrade your, your equipment and stuff that your different loadouts can carry. They've uh, really, like, for that mode, I can't wait till it's finally released because it'll be a lot more fun to play, I think. Because right now, as it is, just the regular Guns of Icarus Online, it's, it's all PvP. And, right. you know, unless you're, like, in a clan or, or whatever, which I ended up getting invited to a clan, strangely enough. So, not the clan, a clan, let's be clear. <laughs> I'm not with, that, that's a good distinction. To I'm not with Trump. But, yeah, it was pretty good... Um, and they're, they're pretty good, funny bunch of guys, but I mean, I, I've finally found some people to play with regularly on there, which is nice. Uh, one guy that I ended up uh, 
jumping into his because nobody else was on is he's like a really good captain because he'll actually be like, all right, you go to the hole, you do this. Like he actually does delegate like what people are doing, which like in that kind of game you kind of need that. Like if you actually want to like survive. <laughs> but I mean, he definitely plays really well as doing like the captain role because usually most I don't do well with the captaining because I'm not very good as a pilot. I mean, I can pilot, but not very well. I'll end up crashing into shit or getting frustrated, and you know. So I'm usually better off as going gunner or engineer, so I usually play those classes more. But, I mean, I've had a lot of fun with that. The alliance mode's awesome. I hope it stays the same and hopefully doesn't change too much between now and whenever they do release it. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that when that comes out. Other than that... Um, I did play a tiny bit of Overwatch, not really much, like maybe a round. Um, I mean, I played a couple of things of the Lucio Ball, um, but then Lucille I ended up... Lucio Ball? Yes, Lucio Ball. I played her. <laughs> oh! Anyway. But no, then I uh, I, uh, I played a match the other night with our buddy Musashi. Yeah. I played like one round, although... Musashi's cool, but I wish he would use Discord because I fucking hate the in-game voice chat. I can't use yeah. it very well. It doesn't. So I usually just turn it off because it's annoying. Um, but I ended up playing like a round with him, which was funny because I was trying. There was a guy that was that was doing. Um... Fuck. No. Not Genji, but his brother. Hanzo. Hanzo. Yeah, that, that fuck. <laughs> I was I there was a guy playing Hanzo and he was like sniping everybody like getting up on these buildings and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking mess around with my Widowmaker. Plus I got a, that one skin for her where she's all like some. It's like the the blue feather like outfit. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, fine. I'm gonna play with, with Widowmaker and see if I can try to take him down a peg or two. And then of course after one like one after the first round we ended up winning. Then after the second round, because I was playing Widowmaker and messing with that guy more, some guy got on the chat and was all like, Widow, you need to switch. So I, I was like, okay. So since we were on attack, I switched to Bastion. Nice. <laughs> just, I'm sure that made him happy. Probably, because then as soon as we were standing in the waiting area, I just started shooting at him. <laughs> nice. Just because. Fuck you, monkey man, because he was Winston at that point. I was like, fuck you, monkey dude. Yeah. yeah, and I was, I was, I was just kind of having fun because I knew it was only going to be like one round or whatever anyway. Because they're like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get going. Nice. But I, uh, yeah, I played, I played a couple of rounds. I played enough to get a loot box, and then like three quarters of the way to the next one, mm-hmm. um, and mostly through Lucio Ball. Um, I really like that game mode, and what I realized was I just need to buy Rocket League apparently because that's exactly what that game is. Yeah. It works so exactly. I'm going to pick Rocket League up pretty soon too. I think. Yeah, I want to. I want to get that, and I definitely want to get the Back to the Future stuff for because that looked like it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really been playing much in games outside of Guns of Icarus and that because lately things have just been busy and crazy and you know all that. I just most of the time in the morning now, I usually just like watch YouTube videos and take care of shit around the house. Right. Very cool. So, yeah, it was pretty much, you know, my video game for this week. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that they finally release the the Nuka World stuff for Fallout so I can get back into that, but 
Yeah, I want to play some more Fallout. That's kind of on my list. I might even do that this weekend if I have time. Yeah, I'm going to wait until they get the Nuka World stuff because I don't have all the DLC and then I can get whatever mods and then just have a really good, solid playthrough. Yeah, I'm just going to mainline through the story mode just to see the story because right. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, it's just tricky because they've got four factions you have to balance out. It's like, which one do you want to do? And, you know, each one, like, you know, you, you join with one, two other factions are going to disappear and shit like that. So it's like, which one do you want to do, you know? Right. You can never quite figure it out all the way. I mean, because it's like, on one hand, Brotherhood would be fine, but, like, this version of the Brotherhood compared to the other ones we played, like, in 3 and uh, New Vegas are kind of dicks. You know, the Institute are kind of, like evil, but, like, they kind of have a point. Kind of. You know, the the railroad's good, but they're kind of, like, you know, mostly, like, clandestine, you know, like, doing sneaky shit. And then, on the other hand, you've got, uh, you know, the Minutemen, which the Minutemen will be around no matter what you do, but they're also kind of, like, the good, you know, you know, the good, uh, what do you call it, like the, the good faction of all of them to choose, but no matter what faction you choose of the other ones, they're the ones that are always going to be around, so. Yeah. It's kind of like you don't really have, you know, it's like, on one hand, you don't really have much of a choice, especially because you end up meeting them, like, immediately. Whereas the other guys, you have to kind of explore a little bit to find. I don't know. I can't wait to see what I'm going to do with it. It'll be fun. Nice. I'll have to do, like, screenshot posts or whatever. I know you could probably stream it, but... Yeah, I might do that. Um, Alright, well, I I think we're going to wrap it up, guys. Our power is starting to flicker a lot. Yeah. So I want to wrap it up before our power cuts us off completely, as you can hear behind me. Yeah, it sounds like it. (laughs) So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll do this again next week, and uh, I would say you should probably expect to see some stuff uh, from some cigar companies and maybe another giveaway coming up here pretty soon. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, you guys have an awesome week and uh, hopefully I'll get to talk to you guys a little bit this weekend about some stuff coming up. Alright then, everybody. Take care. Have a good one, guys.